Hello everyone. My name is the proper Gondi. I am here today to present to you the Awkward High Fives 200th episode. An episode right after 199 and just before 201. Prepare your brains for the joyfulness, the sadness, experience the lament of procrastination, the talking of the masturbation, the camaraderie, the illiteracy, the beers being cracked and the bowls being packed. Well, you get the point. So without further ado, I bring to you A High Fives episode 200. episode um just a mash of everything are you ready here we go Matt Damon. That's exactly. I was like, where are we not having Matt Damon? I, don't know. I was trying to skip it. I'm actually pissed at fucking uh, Proper Gandhi for not fucking talking about Matt Damon. Piece of shit. <laughs> that guy's a piece of shit. I'm sure we haven't heard the last of him. I was yeah. It was nice to hear from Proper Gandhi. Okay. He's so proper. I have a feeling that's slightly racist, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be our tour. What? We can't do. You can't do voices now. Yeah. What well, the hell? I guess not. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> we'll wait until they hear when Kimo Kimo Sa- uh, <laughs> fucking shows up. Everyone's gonna hate. Everyone's gonna be like, "Call somebody. Somebody needs to help." Two hundred episodes. God damn! It's a lot of episodes. <clears throat> It's a lot of time. Yeah, you guys have been here for like a hundred of them. I'd say, right? Almost. Yeah. Uh, what do we? We are. Uh... Well, one eighteen. You factor in all the Patreons. Oh shit! I didn't factor in the Patreon. We, we did come in on like like episode three or four, four of the Patreon. Uh, yeah, something like that. It was very close. Um, we got a new Patreon today. I didn't check to see who. Oh, welcome! I'd like to welcome him or her by name, but I'll do that on the next show because I I got the communique real quick and I was doing something else. Hey, thanks for your support, Patreon. Yeah. 
So uh, $5 tier, so you're going to be getting two extra shows a month. Um, you know so. what's funny is that this Tuesday you came, we were just talking before we started the show about how you were like, and I forgot it was Tuesday. And last week was the Tuesday that I forgot it was a work day and got high before work. <laughs> Tuesdays are a weird, weird uh, anomaly. anomaly. I'm trying to wake up. I'm drinking my j- j- uh, grape juice. That's a good. Uh, oh, it's grape juice. Uh-huh. Better put some beets in that. No, I, I already, thought, that's what I thought you were. Drinking I already had my gla- no. I already had my glass of beet juice today. Do you drink that? Like right, right now, I'm looking. at You have a pint glass that's filled up almost three quarters. You added three quarters. You took a you took a good sip. Uh huh. Is that how far you drink? As far as is that how high you pour the beet juice? Now the beet juice I only do eight ounces a day because it's very expensive. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, yeah. Was, I was thinking that. Yeah. So uh, I, as long as you drink like eight ounces a day, it's pretty good. I have this rule of thumb. Of anything that comes in that kind of organic glass bottle with the cap, that same beet juice, like the, the carrot juice I love, comes mm-hmm. in that bottle. Uh, there was a pomegranate blend of something that I loved that came in that bottle in the you know nat- natural section of whatever grocery store you find it in. Right. It's always so expensive. It's expensive, but it's worth it. Yeah. I look at it as like medicine. You pay for quality. Yeah. You pay for quality. It's it's whatever, you know, like. Uh, it's, if it, that was medicine it was making me feel better I'd spend more than that so you know that's all this is a very interesting start of our 200th episode <laughs> I was, when you were saying that about medicine I just heard tell it to my heart for some reason tell me right. all yeah. the, oh, I thought L- you were going to say you heard Dane. your love is like bad medicine <laughs> no. bad. the older I get the more I'm like god damn Bon Jovi sucked when I was a kid, <laughs> when I was a kid, you know, like, like, if, you know, what got me with Bon Jovi when I was a child was, um, and I never knew love or true love song, 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 call me Young Guns. The song that he did for Young Guns too. I remember that song, but I don't Shot remember that. Down in oh. a blaze of glory. That was a badass video though. When you're a kid, I know because like, it was damn. This video is so cool. It was all clips from Young Guns too, which I was obsessed with. And Bon Jovi with. on a mountain with yes, a guitar, that's true. electric guitar plugged into the mountain. And uh, I think that was he rocked. That was enough to make me feel like Bon Jovi was da shit. And also living in New Jersey and everything. I, I was going to say, I think uh, you guys had a different experience with Bon Jovi than the, <laughs> than the rest of the country and slash world, because uh, I could care less about that. I dude don't feel like at I, any point. I mean, I guess I did because people around here were they were so probably into him, playing the shit out of it. I was a VH1, like I was watched by the television, and I was like a VH1 MTV kid. And Bon Jovi, you was were both watched by the television. Yeah, I didn't what have parents of? home; they were both working. Oh, okay. There's a latchkey kid. You go home and he stay in front of that TV. Yeah, that's true. Pop in a microwave dinner if you want something, or have some chips, have some potato chip sandwiches. You know we're not that rich, so don't be eating all the cold cuts. No. That's for school lunch. What about this song? I'll be there. Oh no. Yeah, these five s- words I swear wait, wait. to you when you breathe. I wanna be the air for you. I'll be no there for you. I live and I die for you. I steal the sun from the sky for you. <laughs> I like the you like that one, Daily. The beginning of that that's song. My, is that's the my part. favorite. <laughs> Come on, that's got the. I'm gonna, bang, I'm gonna bang, get that on compact bang, disc. Bang, you should. Bang, bang, bang. Maybe even cassette. I guess this time you really leave. Just go over to Sam Goody's and look at the end cap and get it, get it off the singles. <laughs> <laughs> they got the single out right now. I will need that time machine. 
Probably. I was the king of the fucking Sam Goody singles area. <laughs> right? there, I loved that area. Are there any music stores still? Like chain music mm, stores anymore? Mm, I mean, I guess technically Best Buy. Like, yeah. if you want to oh, look. no. But I mean, like, don't count Best Buy. Why? But that's where, that was like even, even before digital, like even before the internet took over everything, that was kind of the last place to buy CDs. Yeah. They kind of killed CD stores by being the big box store that sold cds i mean by Does us that make if, any sense if we'll say locally yeah like now we've, and then we've got luckily yeah we've got now and then we've got vintage um, vinyl vintage vinyl which is huge which is fantastic yeah, and woodbridge and uh we've got even what's that place in princeton um oh yeah you're right i don't there's know. one in princeton new jersey that's huge actually yeah. but we have record stores near near here well record stores are kind of making a comeback because people are buying vinyl again yeah but CD stores, actually, Jack's Music and Red Bank, which I was in not too long ago, and it's a very weird thing because I was walking through that store, and I, I was walking through the store late one, and I and I was like, I was happy to be there because it was a part of my childhood, and just walking through a CD store again was like a good feeling. <laughs> but I I just kind of was sitting there, and I was like, there's nothing I'm gonna buy here. Because I'm not going to buy it. I don't, Sometimes I don't, I'll break down and buy like a CD. A CD? Yeah, it just sits in my car. I throw it, it in the back. It's just kind of. My car's like a fucking de- de- daily drive in here. Was like, I was like, <laughs> this car needs some spring cleaning. He was like, <laughs> you wait until the spring. I don't but even. That's where CDs go to I die. don't even know if I have a CD player in my car. I don't think my car even has a CD player. Oh, mine does. Yeah. I listen to a CD in my car at least once or twice a, a week. Really? Yeah. Pro- like the same three hip hop mixes that my cousin made me. I uh, hate it. To a mixtape yeah. on my CD player. That's cool. Yeah, and like vinyl is obviously great. I have vinyl and I love it, but it's just like, and I'd hate, you know, I hate supporting like Spotify because of what they do to the artists, but it's just so fucking convenient. Oh, I support the shit out of Spotify. You have every song ever written on your phone. You listen to it. They let you download your favorites just just in case you got no signal. Yeah. Although there is something, and I've talked about this a million times, but there is something to be said about having like. Like in the car, for instance, when you're younger, and I mean, I always had a giant CD book, but even that was limiting. The 300? Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever it was. There was a lot. But, um, you know, the one with like, you, yeah, you could you kill a man. Yeah. In there. It's got that bar that like bends out and then yeah. becomes around the bar. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, but you, like, you ever have for, you know, in your car, maybe just like two or three albums? for a long period of time so that's the only thing they listen to so you just listen to them and you get so intimately acquainted with those albums that they become like important albums in your life you know like that you don't i don't pearl jam 10 i don't get that experience and yes i don't get that experience anymore because with spotify you don't everything's at your fingertips so you can move so quickly oh yeah i agree for the newer music that i listen to like i listen to like mgmt or matt and kim Mm -hmm. and like i don't i own an mgmt album because i bought one at the show that i was like dude i'm gonna support them a better way so i just bought the cd while i was there yeah but um but I don't own any new music of like bands that I listen to now that like Budos band and you just don't like get that. you just don't get forced into the music like you used to like and then everything's like that and I don't know if it's better or worse like like uh, let's take television for example there's so many outlets for television now there's so many television channels there's so many uh, third party Netflixes Amazon Primes all that stuff um, and everything and there's so much content out there which is great because there's a bunch of creatives that are actually working and getting paid and and the and the competition is good so uh, so there's there's more venues out there and places for people to you know for us to see things but at the same time there's something to be said about I hate that by the way 
I, I don't I don't mind it on music, but I hate really? it on television. Because there's, there's something to be said about like <clears throat> the the it's eight o'clock at night and I love Lucy's on and that the whole world is watching that. You know, like they're like like for instance, let's take Seinfeld, which I think we can all agree was is probably one of the greatest shows ever. <laughs> if if that if that fucking show was on ten years later, I don't think it would have done as well because there's there's been so many more options. Like it's, it's the like, fact that, that that show was on and there was still a few like yeah, cable was around, but there was still so few channels and and shows were too is still expensive enough to get made that you, people are going to be they're going to get their eyes on it. You know what I mean? And and nobody has an attention span like they used to. Like they'll they'll no. there will never be another Beatles. There'll never be another Prince. There'll never be another Bowie. Right. There'll never be another Madonna. Like right. Lady Gaga and, and and Spears and whatever. Uh, they they just won't make it to where Madonna got because people have too many options and no attention span exactly. anymore. Yeah. So there will never be a mighty anything anymore. And it also, you also consume like th- th- here's the plus of uh, the, here's the plus of there being all this music is say you're say you're like a twelve year old kid right and you meet some dude and he's wearing a Led Zeppelin t shirt you could literally go home and be like. Man, I wonder who Led Zeppelin is. And then for the next couple of days, just listen to every song, every B-side, every live performance, anything that Led Zeppelin or their respective members have ever done and consume that all, which is fantastic. I wish I had that when I was a kid. But at the same time, it makes the music more disposable. Yeah, you, you will start and you'll walk away before you get to the good parts. Or, or so, like, yeah. you won't have that CD case where you'll take it out, right. unfold it, read it, fall in love with it, listen right. to it again because you, you missed the part like try yeah. to hear something that you're like oh this guy's on this oh let me i can't i didn't realize that was him and it makes like yeah and it makes you so like i know and i i'm I, i'm getting deja vu i'm sure that i've talked about this a million times on the show but like you'll be i know that i will if somebody recommends new music to me and i turn it on and it doesn't hit me within like a song or two or sometimes even like within the first fucking verse then i'm just moving on because there's so much shit out there but back in the day if you went out of your way to buy a cd and uh and you know brought it home and you didn't have any other new music to listen to you're gonna stick with that for a while and some music just like movies and tv and novels and all the other great art sometimes you might not dig it all that much at first but then when you, after sticking with it for a while all the little nuances come out and you really start falling in love with she it she grows on you like how many times how many times has this happened to you this is a phenomenon that i think about a lot and i haven't again i haven't had happen in a while i guess the new propaganda album i, I listen to all the time still and i guess maybe that's happened but you know how like you'll listen to an album and you'll have your favorite songs in the album. You might even like the whole album, but then after you listen to it for a while, you really want to get to the meat of it. So you'll start cutting out certain songs that just don't really do it for you. Like say there's one or two songs on there that you're just like, nah, this song isn't great. Like I, I'm I'm gonna be at my destination soon. I'm gonna skip this song or whatever. But then you listen to that album so much and you love that album so much, and then you start listening to those songs, and then slowly one or two of those songs ends up being your favorite song on the album. You know, like that that thing that happens. I don't know if that I don't know if kids nowadays get that experience anymore. Or maybe they do in their own way, but I don't just don't see it happen. I know it's not happening for me. I know I had CDs like that. What about you, Daily? I um that you got stuck with that you wound up buying it and you're like, fuck, I already spent I, this money on a CD. I can't buy another yeah, CD. Yeah. So I'm just I remember me and my brother going to a mall to pick up, I forgot what the fuck we were trying to buy. I can't remember, but we inadvertently grabbed the wrong fucking CD. <laughs> we ended up with like a Bloodhound Gang CD. We'd never heard it before. No, that's that Oh, so this ha- is a Destiny story. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> yeah. That was a happy coincidence. This isn't the shit we want to buy, but what the fuck is... Oh, this is pretty fucking good. <laughs> 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 good yeah. enough. 
Do you remember the first CD that you ever bought? <clears throat> CD? I don't. I don't. Because you had to be you had to be in your teens. Yeah, I was when like CDs 20s. came out. <laughs> I remember. I would think I was in eighth grade, so I was actually technically in my teens. And uh, I mean, I'm sure CDs have been around for a little bit before that, but we yeah, were, yeah, we, were, were we were we were a po fake folk growing oh, up. Oh yeah, we yeah. were poor too. We I don't think we got a seat. Well, no, my parents had one. But yeah, I, I want to say it was like '87 before I got a CD player. Yeah, see, this was even later than that. But you know what it is? Is my my dad did have a CD player, but I remember I didn't have my own personal CD player, so I never had. I I still had cassette tapes because I had a boombox. But I never bought my own CDs. And then I was in middle school. It might have been sixth or seventh grade, not eighth grade. I was in, but still early 90s. And uh, I was in a middle school and they were doing like a raffle for something. And I won a portable CD player. And I was all stoked. So that day I came home, I, I scrounged up all the change I had, which I think was only like $5. And I didn't even know how expensive CDs were. You know, I went over to our local uh, record store when it was still in Airport Plaza and now and then records. Yeah, and then. And uh, I was all excited to buy a CD for my CD player. And I walked in and all the CDs were like, you know, yeah, 15, 15 bucks. 16 bucks. And I was like pissed off. But then I saw their bargain bin <laughs> and I looked in there and there were CDs for like two or three dollars. Pat Boone. Fuck yeah. And I was all, but none of them look good. So I bought <laughs> Motley Crue's Dr. Feelgood just because it was like the only thing close to the type of music that I even liked, you know, and that was officially the first CD I ever bought. Wow! I had that, and then my father gave me one of his students, or his friend. I don't know who he was. Or he was a contemporary, but there was this dude Richie Kotzen, who's like kind of an '80s metal guitar player. I think he actually ended up playing in like some '80s metal bands, like it, whatever. But my dad gave me one of his CDs, so I had like this like '80s metal wanker dude, and then like the kings of '80s metal wankers. <laughs> and that, those are my first two fucking. <laughs> Meanwhile, I had like the Dead Kennedys on cassette tape and all that shit. But. Mine was uh, my first CD was definitely in '91. Yeah, that would kind uh, of be '92, '92, because I was in seventh grade. Or I was in eighth grade, or seventh grade. I don't know. Or was it in high school? I don't. I don't know. Fuck it. It was '92, <laughs> but um, I can't figure that shit out. I anymore. remember I I had to jump the divider to get to Bradley's. Uh huh. And I fucking had like uh, Christmas money. And this CD, I'll, I'll never forget it because it just came out, was Live Mental Jewelry and fucking um, Low End Theory. I bought the, my first two CDs together at the same time, and those were the two CDs. And I listened to the fuck out of both of them. Well, I know Low End Theory. What's Live Mental Jewelry? Mental Jewelry. It's that fucking, I alone love you. Oh, live. Li- oh. Yeah. I oh, was- I'm sorry. Live pause yeah 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 i was thinking that it was live mental jewelry it was either either a band doing one of their big albums live or there was a band called metal jewelry and it was a live cd it's actually it's all it's all about um, i get it poetry black poetry am i high am i really high (laughs) (laughs) do i take the next step to get higher levels well one of those cds is amazing so you 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 had a good you had a good (laughs) yeah good 50 50 split there i like live I'm still, I still stand by that. I alone loved you. Was that guy like a Harry Krishna or something? Like, why did he have the, the shaved head, but then the, the ponytail in the back? I don't know, but I always wanted to see him, Stipe, and the dude from uh, uh, Midnight, whatever. Midnight Oil. Midnight Oil fight. Yeah. Imagine oh, the three of them. Midnight like, Oil would win. You know what the guy who I thought, <laughs> I legit thought the guy from Midnight Oil was the guy at the end of fucking um, Weird Science yeah, yeah, on yeah. the motorcycle. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, I'd like. I wouldn't want to lose my teaching job over this. Actually, though, I'll tell you what. If we're going REM live or Midnight Oil, I'll take Midnight Oil music wise too. <laughs> that band kind of fucking rocked. They did. They did do all right. Um, REM is one of the bands that I I got a CD and it was Columbia House. It was uh, Crush or Orange. Yeah. The, um, and I hated it at first, and then I just kept That's listening to scene. it, and then I loved it. I like that one. Wait, it, the name? I know Orange Crush is the name of a song. I don't, I don't know if it's... Mind, I got my... You're talking about Monster? The, the no, it's before that. Oh, really? I think it's called Orange. Oh, is it? It's got Stand on it. Yeah. Stand oh, in no, the yeah. place where you live. Now face north. Think about direction. Which was also the theme song for Chris Elliott's it show. Was. It was. Was the get best. a life. Get a life was my favorite. We talked about Get a Life on here. <laughs> yes, we have. Have we? Yeah. Oh man, that's one of my favorite shows ever. It is the best show ever. Actually, his uh, his new show is out for a new season soon. What you call it? Um, Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. Yeah, it no, it's on now. Pops. I'm, yeah, I'm watching. I'm watching him now. He's on some Adult Swim shit too. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, it's like uh, he's a detective. He's always shooting people. Yeah, Eagleheart. Eagleheart. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that that show is ridiculous. I pretty much will watch anything that Chris Elliott's in. Green. It's, sorry, it's an orange cover, but uh, the name of the album is Green. All right. And Green has uh, Orange Crush, pop song '89. Hey, hey, yeah, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking was mad at KRS One when that happened. I was like, "Yo, KRS One, fuck you, man!" I don't, I don't know. Even though I bought the CD, I'm not one to make fun of somebody's appearance because I say "live and let live." You know what I mean? We all can't be Brad Pitts in this world. Mm. But I don't know if I think that the drummer for REM was like should be commended <laughs> because he just he just does not care about vanity at all. Or he's just ridiculous. He just doesn't shave that unibrow because that unibrow was insane. Like that was a crazy unibrow. He, but he had always his hair was like covering it. Yeah, I guess. So it didn't. He didn't have to worry about like it. the Beatles. Look at George Harrison as a kid. That is one singular brow, my friend. But he got a little bit older, and uh, you know, someone showed him the ways. He realized what he was supposed to do. The waxing or the shaving or whatever. But uh, what's the name? Mike Mills of REM. He said, fuck it. I'm a millionaire rock star drummer, but I'm going to let this unibrow fly. I was watching uh, something on YouTube where they were talking about. I thought you were going to say, I was watching something on unibrows. (laughs) It was on unibrows. unibrows. It was. You were watching a documentary? I guess, I guess, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Trifling. Trifling ass unibrows. When Greece was a big deal, you know. Pomade? The women rocked unibrows. That was the preferred look. Yeah. You weren't sexy unless you had a unibrow. Well, so what did the, they do if they didn't have a natural unibrow? But I guess they did. Yeah, Greeks they, are pretty they hairy. They sucked that they dick. Drew, they drew it in. Oh, did they? Yeah. It's so weird. The old caterpillar look. Gotta have a unibrow. I sexy. Sh- I, uh, I, I, I sh- shave in between my eyes. But let me tell you why. Because uh, when we were children, Richie, the old co-host of this of this podcast. Oh, not Sambora? No. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> He had a unibrow, and he started shaving his unibrow. So he like <coughs> made me do it when we were kids, <laughs> and like I would just do it because I thought that's what you did because I was an idiot. And then as I got older, you know, like if you shave a lot, like hair will grow more. You know, so it started start like if that I old le- myth. if I let it go, no, it happened. If I let it go, like there's like a few right here that'll pop oh, out. No, it's not that it happens. It's that the hairs that would have come out naturally, if you pluck them, 
A hair is like a plant where it's got like the tip and then mm-hmm. it gets bigger. But when you shave it, what's growing out is the hair follicle that was under your skin. So it's just a th- like a thick piece that was already down there ready to be a thicker piece of a bigger piece. Okay. So it looks like it's thick. I get this from Jenny all the time. Okay. I'm all like, right. in Peru, we shave the head so that the, the hair comes thicker. And she's like, that's not fucking true. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, all right, I get it now. You, you know, I never, yeah, I never thought that to be true for the hair on your head. But I thought that was true for like your, your facial hair. And like arm hair or chest hair. I think it just your hair or, gets um, bigger and more. Testes oh, hair. No. Those are testing me. <laughs> those fucking hairs. Hate those hairs. What is going on outside? Some sort of construction? I don't know. All it's, I know it's is a beautiful day here in Keyport, New Jersey. So the windows of a Hi-Fi Studios are wide open and making us subjected to the sounds. I feel like Daly needs a fucking soundproof studio to operate. He's like a, <laughs> he's like a wily dog. He just can't not move when he hears anything. Before, like, your fridge made a noise, and he was like, huh? Huh? What's going on? Huh? I swear. Naturally curious. He is naturally curious. There could be some high school kids around here carrying high-powered rifles, man. I got to keep my head on a swivel. Jesus Christ. So I wonder if people are liking the new longer one-show-a-week one thing, or we should go back to our one-hour, two-shows-a-week thing. I like the one-show. Okay. I haven't really looked at the numbers or anything, but... Yeah, anybody the out there in a high five land wants to lead some feedback either way we're open for suggestions <laughs> that old chestnut it's just easy it's just easier to right now for our our respective schedules um it's easier to do it this way but no, uh, i think we, as long as we still to tear that four worth fourth wall down mm-hmm. fourth 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 down it, um friday night we made some progress in in the getting shit done for like making the show fresher uh-huh and i i think we should just do that like take lsd every friday night <laughs> like we did last friday night uh-huh. and uh you know when did we take lsd you didn't felt know like it. <laughs> felt like it fucking... i have not smoked marijuana in a while there it had been it had been a little bit and then like this weekend was full on <laughs> took you guys to the hoop this weekend smoked between friday and saturday night <laughs> I probably smoked more marijuana than I've smoked in the last three months. I get such a kick out of like smoking to the point where Daly's like, no, man. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Take me for a ride. Okay. I wasn't going to admit this to the world, but I'm going to admit it because I could use the guise of marijuana. But this has been eating me up inside more than anything that I've ever done in my life. And I think that this is one that, that I'm going to have to maybe go get some help over because I've come to a point. But Friday night we were hanging out and uh, and we decided to start playing some video games. And I was so ungodly stoned, I fired up, with all the confidence in the world, fired up Mike Tyson's punch out. And, I mean, I'm not saying anything to you guys because you were there, but I'm going to tell the rest of the world just because I feel like, you know, if you, you need to talk about things to get them off your chest because it's really been eating me up. I lost in the first round of Glass Joe. <laughs> I got KO'd. My little Mac got KO'd by Glass <laughs> Joe, the easiest video game board <laughs> in the history. That would be like dying on Super Mario Brothers World 1 Board 1. <laughs> that would be like... <laughs> I can't explain to you how bad of an experience getting knocked out by Glass Joe was, but it happened to me. I'm so glad that you came forward with this information right. because not talking about it was really doing damage to me. <laughs> Because I was like, fuck. Yo, did that motherfucker just lose to Glass Joe? <laughs> now, I know I got farther than you in the game. Maybe we should ask him to leave. <laughs> That's the way I felt. I was like, maybe I should just kind of... I think I left shortly after that also. I came home and I took off all my clothes, ran the shower, and got into the fetal position. 
and just cried for the rest of the night. That was a devastating blow. It sure was. Yeah. And uh, don't worry if I would have played it. I, I don't think I would have. No, anybody could have beaten Glass Joe. I'm pretty sure there's a point in my life where I could have beat Glass Joe with my eyes closed. Yeah, because all you really have to do if you want to be a dick about it is do one button and punch him in the gut. Yeah. And for the whole, as soon as the fight starts, you just punch him, punch him, punch him, punch him, punch him, and then you just kill him. Yeah. And it's a slow death, but it's a death. And then the next time you touch him, he dies. But you die. I couldn't believe what it was happening. I was like, is, I, this, is well, this really going to happen right now? <laughs> this is what I heard that, <laughs> that Glass Joe has really been hitting the gym. Okay. He's been training. Uh, he's on a new diet. You know, on the Joe Piscopo diet. Yeah, mm-hmm. Also, he's got a new trainer. That you know, these, these are the things I heard. Yeah. So don't don't feel bad. He's he's really um coming up. I think actually, if I'm really going to blame it on anybody, it would be um ah fuck, I don't remember his name. What's the trainer's name? Mac. Yeah. Mac. Oh uh, um. Not yeah. Fucking uh, whatever his name is. It's Little Mac and fucking Mr. Winslow. <laughs> Carl Winslow Carl really Winslow. really dropped the ball on that one. I think Little Mac would have won. You know what would have done better is if we just ran past the Statue of Liberty while he was riding a bike a few more times. Stick me with a carrot. I used to love that. I love that. Two-bit music is the best. And then also... Oh, how many bits is that? Eight-bit. It's eight-bit? And then also, yeah... um, Another thing about Glass Joe, that Glass Joe really fucking stuck in my my uh, crawl <laughs> that night. Is it, I was as I was turning thirty eight years old, like literally at midnight, I was getting my ass beat by Glass Joe, <laughs> whose age was thirty eight, <laughs> and I was like, I'm as old as Glass Joe, and he's considered an old washed up fighter. <laughs> <laughs> like I just know I'm I'm officially past the point where if I wanted to get into boxing, I just totally couldn't. It's over for you, not even digitally. No. <laughs> Can't even. You can pretty much rule out your NFL career, too. D- yeah, man. NFL career is your done. MLB. It's all done. Your NHL. Nah, yeah, maybe, I guess. I didn't get to. I don't know. Uh, baseball. No. Nah, I mean, like, I don't watch a lot of baseball Jamie anymore, Moyer. But, like, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking dudes <coughs> in baseball play a little older than, like, football. or. Like, oh, yeah. No, especially if you're a pitcher. Hey, aren't they doing something right now with baseball? Like, they make they made a rule that makes it short, a quicker game, like limited uh, cap or coaches. Yeah, they're just gonna they're just gonna regulate the visits to the mound more. Yeah. That's all. They were gonna do a pitching clock, but uh, they decided not. How to. How does a pitching clock work? I know this is gonna bore everyone, and yeah. we won't talk baseball anymore because I don't even like baseball. <laughs> but that interested me. So basically, it's a clock they put out in center field, and you have 30, 30 seconds or something like that. Uh, or 20 seconds in between pitches. Oh, so you got to move it. Yeah. You can't be like so scratching you your balls. Yeah. So if you're one of these slow pitchers, you know, that kind of thing. But I don't, I don't really agree with that. That's not the way to do it. Time. One of the greatest things about baseball is that there's no clock. I think that one of the greatest things is also that you can go into a coma and wake up and the game's still on. Yeah, sure. Some people like checkers. Some people like chess. I don't know what to tell you there, David. I like chests. <laughs> can't stop thinking about chests. Um. Yeah. Whatever. I'll tell you what. I got the perfect soundbite for you right now. Too. Please. You ready for this one? Yep. Oh, wait. Am I on? Yeah, you're on. Yeah. This is proper Gundi. <laughs> Are we having fun yet? <laughs> you're really enjoying the proper Gandhi <laughs> thing, huh? Fuck that guy. We were recording on Friday night, and and I, that was another thing I was too stoned for. You're like, well, let's come up with some Kimo Sabra stuff, and I was like, I don't know what that motherfucker will sound like. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, that's what I told you about weed with me. Sometimes I'll smoke weed and I'll be the most creative person and I'll sit there and then sometimes I'll smoke weed and I'll just be like, I just don't play video games. Son, I got video games. We'll take that chance. <laughs> we'll take that chance. Because what I said was we'll leave it on. We'll go sit at the, t- at the thing, play some video games. And maybe if I didn't s- smoke you guys to the ground, we would have got back at the table. Yeah. But that was funny as fuck. Yeah, you know what? I, you're going to have to take a little responsibility for that, too. My L... <laughs> Let me just take another My L from Glass Joe falls solely on Little Max Trainer, Carl Winslow, and you for smoking me out too much. Sorry, bud. You know what? I did. How, well, how'd you do in that... Um, what's the game? Sky Kid? I was doing good in Sky Kid. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Right. I, I love I Sky Kid. I can't play that game. But that's one of those games, much like Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, where you really, like, it's by rote, you know? Like, yeah. Like I, I do well in that game because I know when to flip, when to when to shoot, when to do this. It is a rhythm. Yeah. It's a rhythm. All those old games were. Yeah. Like same games. thing with Mario Brothers. You know, you play that game, you, you jump at the same place, you do the same thing almost every single time, you yeah. know. I love those games. Yeah. Two hundredth episode, kids. Yeah, two hundred. I gave it all fancy font on the uh Do we have a two hundred packet? I do have a two hundred right, packet. Let's, let's dive packet in. number two hundred. Well not packet number two hundred, but Fun fact, the year 200. Mm-hmm. That's where I start off. With okay. This in the year 200. In the year 200. We're so original. Does, does Conan still do that bit? Even though oh, I don't know. I love that. That's 3,000 though, right? No, it was in the, well, it was in the year 2000. 2000. But this is 200. CC. Is that Circa Circa? Circa. Circa Circa it out. CC. It says 200 CC. Uh-huh. It was a leap year okay. starting on a Tuesday of the Julian calendar. <laughs> I don't know what anything you're saying to me right now. This is just a fact. Okay. Year 200 CC was a leap year starting on a Tuesday of the Julian calendar. What does that mean? I don't know. A leap year starting on a Tuesday? Oh, so the, the year 200 was a leap year and it's the, the, and the first uh, day of that year was a Tuesday. Correct. Okay, got and it. And the calendar year that they called it that year was the Julian. Oh. Like fries. Like Lennon? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow, what's his song? Fuck. That's what that's the joke I was trying to go for and I fucked it up. I don't know any Johnny Lennon songs. <laughs> I don't even know. Fuck mm. it. Sorry. That's all right. You know how I feel about <laughs> famous musicians' sons. <laughs> Not a big fan. Fuck them. Um yeah, the domination. Fun facts about two hundred. Sorry, I got really, really No, yeah. High. Let's get some fun facts. At the time about it, the year two hundred. Are you stoked, Daily? Daily. I'm fucking so excited. Okay. See, I like, thought so. I can't I can't even fucking contain it. Yeah. I can bet. <laughs> uh at the time it was known as the year of the consulship of Severus and Victorinus. Okay. I don't know what the fuck that means either. Mm. The domination 200 for this year has been used since the early medieval period when the Anno Domini calendar era became the prevalent method in Europe for naming years. Totally. I mean, I I remember that like it was yesterday. I meant to get a uh, Johnny Dangerously clip for the Anno Domini Spiritus Santis. (laughs) (laughs) My mom rides the bus. Uncle Meridian. Anti-Meridian, all the little Meridians. <laughs> you so missed good. a bus. I missed a bus. We missed a bus. When's, When's the, the next bus? bus? So good. It's my favorite shit. Uh, the, and the last fact I kept Matic from this. <laughs> Summa cum laude. The stereo's too laude. Human population was about 257 million even back then. Right? Two, what, what? Yeah, 257 million. Don't forget the Huns, man. Yeah, okay. The Huns, baby. What's it now? Like six billion? Daily. 
You hear that? It's just a noise. That's the fire alarm. Daily, he's do like, not ask for whom the bell tolls. Daily, for cl- once, he's that bell tolled for me. <laughs> when I lit this place on fire, cooking steak. See, to me, now, in my little lizard brain, that was you waxing poetic. No, thanks. Because it was waxy. <laughs> I like it. Um, I brought back this day in history. Okay. I gave us two things. All right. 1950. Mm-hmm. Dylan Thomas arrives in New York. Yeah, I don't, you guys, know, I don't know who the fuck that is. Really? I thought you would know who Dylan Thomas is. In 1950, Dylan Thomas? Yeah. Uh, I don't. He was a poet. Okay. He was a poet who um, was, uh, I'll play you his uh, most famous poem as narrated by him. It's called, Do Not Go Gentle Into That Good Night. Oh, yeah, I know this poem. <coughs> if it starts do not go gentle into that good night old age should burn and rave at close of day rage Maybe rage against the dying of the light you do know it I'll show, you, I'll show you why their end no dark I'll give you is two right more, ten more seconds of this because their words had forked no lightning they forked do not no lightning. go gentle into that good night Good men the last wave by, crying how bright their frail deeds might have danced in a green bay. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Wild men... All right, so this is the part you might have known. I love that guy's voice. Yeah, that's actually him. Do not go gentle into that good night. This isn't the one I meant. Old age. <laughs> this is Anthony Hopkins. I'm just high. This is the one you should know. Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage. Rage against the dying of the light. Though wise men at their end no dark is right. Because their no. words no. What is this? no this lightning. Is Richard Burton. Do not go gentle this was, uh, I think night. he did this on a, on a good Twilight Zone or something. Ah, really? Yeah, yeah man, I'm totally lost on it. It's crazy. All right. Come! Come! <laughs> There's another good poet. Let's listen to that poem. <clears throat> yeah, what's that poem again? <clears throat> calm and murder. <laughs> By John Calm! Do murder and calm go together? Calm and murder? Murder? Come, <laughs> come, and murder. To murder and come go together. Murder and come. <laughs> that's that good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Thank you. Well, I'm fed up too. Well, you you like this guy, uh, Dylan Thomas? On um, so this, he's a Welsh poet, and he on this day arrived in New York to do a four-city book tour mm-hmm. for his poetry. And uh, he, he, they were wildly successful, but ended with his death at 39. Oh, Jesus. So he... Uh, he played- <laughs> you guys are over it. Don't blame me. <laughs> High five. We're, we're playing by fucking... 40s, baby. We're playing by Price is Right rules 40s, here. 40s. I fucking... <laughs> nope. <laughs> this ain't how life works. Life don't work and the Price is Right. Uh, you go over, it? you're all right. <laughs> you, you go over, you die, you went over. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, this guy had published so, several highly acclaimed books, including Deaths and Entrances in 1946, Collected Poems in 1953. 
His powerful style combining compassion and violence made his readings in the United States a success. However, during his tours, he drank recklessly. <laughs> Are you trying to draw parallels here? Is this what's going on? <laughs> it, this is the 50s we're talking about. It hasn't even been a horse race. Okay, you're not even a right, blink right. in the in – the, your stardust hasn't even been built yet. All right. All right. Or was it? Well, we're, all our stardust is already built. All the matter that exists is always going to exist and always has existed. Stardust. So in, 19, in 1953, he collapsed after drinking 17 whiskeys at the White Horse Inn on Hudson Street and croaked on the spot. Wow. Oh, I do. All right. I know, I know that story. Dylan Thomas. Mm-hmm. Dylan Thomas. So that's our first this day in history. He should have right. stopped at 15. He'd have been all right. Yeah, dude. He'd have been fine. 1985. I feel like I could drink 17 whiskeys. I think I can too. No, I would fucking die. I think I, I don't know 10. if I'd die, but I'd definitely spray some fucking vomit everywhere. You know that's, what I that's, can't... that's a do-over. You know what? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that means it does go. feel good. Keep on counting and keep going. And you take a little snoozer on a cold bathroom floor, you refresh it. That's yeah, called a refresher, my mm-hmm. friend. Um, you, you know what I can't even do anymore is fucking mix beer. On Saturday night when we were oh, out, yeah. I was drinking different beers, and I had the worst hangover the next day. Like, I can't even do that. That's my fault. Getting old sucks. Sorry, bud. Nah, that's right. I was hungover Saturday. I wouldn't fucking... I drank 15 beers when we were hanging out Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I brought a 30-pack over at Dave's house, and then... Oh, he was snapping on you. He was snapping on you. He must have got so high. There's two beers left in this box. Got yeah. you, Devin. Whatever, man. I, still, <laughs> I beat it. Yeah, well, I was. I still I was drank happy. ten beers. He was jawing at the <laughs> fridge. I, was like, I beat him by three beers, man. <laughs> I win. I sitting there, and I'm still smoking on the couch. And I'm like, do you win? <laughs> do you? Yes, no. he does because you would have been passed out. Alcohol, <laughs> yeah, alcohol knocks you out. I can't do it. I yeah. can't do the beers, but. Oh, I fucking um, so I, uh, for his birthday I got him uh, two tall Miller Lights. Nice, because <laughs> we were going to be at the same party. I was like, "Yeah, dude, Devin could probably use these." And he was like, "Yes." Yeah, because I was <laughs> drinking all the fancy beer. Yeah, there was a point in my life where I enjoyed the fancy beer, but I don't enjoy it anymore because number one, it feel like it's it, it like fills you up. Yeah, it makes you tie, slows you down, and then number two, you just get fat drinking it. So I don't. I'm proud of my cheap beer, my Merrill Lights, my Coors OGs, my Pabstville Ribbons. I don't give a shit. If I go out to dinner or something like that, and I want to have a couple of good tasting beers, some Allagash, maybe like something like that, like I'll do it. Allagash sounds like something totally different to mm, me. That's, <laughs> that's not uh, what I heard. That's uh, that's that's basically if you say it three times, you, a pussy opens up. <laughs> See, I was picturing it like you were Lestat in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> going down on a chick. I heard Allie's gash. Oh no. Um nineteen eighty five is the next year. <laughs> I didn't know where to go. <laughs> nineteen eighty five. Which is very interesting because I I'm pretty sure that in the year nineteen eighty five a young dev dag came home from his first day of kindergarten to see uh, his brand new NES system set up and on the television that my parents bought me, and it was an exciting day just to pull it all back into the NES. That was so nice of them to like set it up so it was just it was go very time. cool. Yeah, they had it set up. I walked in from school. It was right in the living room, and, and it was already like on the first board of Super Mario Brothers all ready to go, and I think I sat there for the next 18 years. <laughs> 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 the video games changed, but, uh, but that was my place. Whoa. Okay, sorry. So 1985. Seen the year at Carby High. Mm-hmm. All the guys were corny, but the girls were mad fly. <laughs> no. Ireland 
1985. We're fucking talking 1985. What I believe to be 30 years ago. Yeah, 1985. It's not. It's almost 40. Yeah. God damn. Um, Ireland allows the sale of contraceptives. What? Okay. They weren't allowed before that? In a highly controversial vote on February 20th, 1985, the Irish government defies the powerful Catholic Church and approves the sale of contraceptives. Up until 1979, Irish law prohibited the importation of and sale of contraceptives. In a 1973 case, McGee versus the Attorney General, the Irish Supreme Court found that a constitutional right to marital privacy covered the use of contraceptives. So these fuckers were like... That's why, they're, <laughs> that's why they're called Irish twins. I guess. When you have two kids in the same calendar year or whatever, like within 12 months of each other. That's, but Wait, that can't be possible. Wait, within what? Two months within of each other? Two, uh, no. Do you Did have, you say two months? No, you have, you have two kids, I guess within... Within, um, I think it's within nine, like nine and a half months. <laughs> yeah, you, you could, you How can we it. not figure this out? Well, no, you can't. You have to have one kid and then immediately get pregnant with another yeah, kid. It's 10 months. I have No, I, it takes nine months to, to have a child. So it has to be within. There's 19 months in a year, right? It has to be within like so she a gets, two year period. She gets a couple months to heal up. and you Why right does it have to be a two saddle? year? Two, it doesn't matter what year it is. It's still a nine month old baby or a fresh baby. And then nine months to make another fresh baby. Yeah, so right. nine months apart. Oh, right. Yeah, you're right. So she can, because my, yeah, cause my yeah, cousins, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have tri- Irish triplet cousins. Really? Yeah, like they were, they were fucking. <laughs> she was going on. Did you tell them about the, the new legislation in 1985 that they could uh, go ahead and plug that shit up? I wasn't there. Use some Nanoxanil 9 or whatever the fuck I it's called? I could have. All right. I'm glad we didn't grow up in the, the, the time frame of, I mean, I guess we did on the tail end, but. The diaphragm. We never had to experience the diaphragm. I never understood a diaphragm. It's just the yarmulke that gets all the cum. It's like a reverse condom, right? No, it's like a disc. I remember. I remember uh, when we were younger. We went into my. I was at my friend's house, and he brought me into his mom's room and and showed me her diaphragm. But you know what the crazy thing about it was? It was like in a little wooden container, like a like like a fucking retainer. Yeah, kind of like a retainer, <laughs> but even nicer than that. Like it would look like kind of like a jewelry box. Oh, she got the deluxe. And diaphragm. you opened it up, and it was just the diaphragm, and it was thick. I remember because at that point I had already seen a condom, so I knew like what a condom was, you know. But this like reminded me of a condom, except it was just much larger and like a much thicker material. It was very weird. Do you ever think that there was a world where because this is what just happened in my brain, mm-hmm. a woman had that fancy box? diaphragm box mm-hmm. but she had like it booby trapped like indiana jones style in case a man opened it and didn't want to get that stank puss <laughs> smell out of it so when you open the box it like sprays you with like like fucking some kind of perfume <laughs> it's like psh. wow that's a weird fucking that's just where my it. brain went right there here's the question don't smoke yourself stupid here's the question i have about it. the diaphragm is like the <clears throat> woman's got to put that inside of her right <laughs> inside you but like, how far inside? Oh, all the way up. Just in to there. the line. <laughs> well, because there's a line in there. You know, I see if that? you refer to my diagram. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, see. I'm just saying, like, like you know, there's there's like different penises are going to go farther in than other. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, does it get to a point where you're you're just hitting diaphragm and and like bottom them out? That's not fun for anybody. That's a straight up like reverse parachute. <laughs> It's just flailing. And what about the sponge? The only thing I know about the sponge is Elaine from Seinfeld. Yeah, with the whole closet full of sponges. But that's another one. Sponge worthy. I don't know if that's another one. These things just seemed like mood killers. 
Yeah. Like imagine you you get you get home with a girl and you're like you get naked and everything's good and she's like hold on and then has to basically like get herself in stirrups and fucking shove this giant reverse parachute thick condom up her shit. It's the sex- I'd be like mm, I'm gonna go home. <laughs> the sexual the sexual equivalent of like Dave Chappelle in uh, Men in Tights when he's like time out bad guys I gotta pump up. <laughs> <laughs> What about what about dental dams? Yeah, I was just thinking that's that. another fucking weird. Never that had is the, the weirdest. That. No, I haven't. I either. got lucky. These are all things that I've heard of and learned when I was a child through movies that as a, that I expected to be an an active part of my sex life when I was an adult and never came close to dental dam. I I I know somebody in college that experienced dental. Dam. Really? That he was like, it was like fucking like cellophane. <laughs> like he's like it's weird. It was. Like take a balloon and pop it, and then just lick it. The, the, I was like no. The two things that I learned about when I was a child that I was really worried about in my my adult life that never came to fruition was dental dams and balancing checkbooks. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being so stressed out as a child when we were in school learning how to balance a checkbook that I would actually have to keep like track of my money and balance a checkbook. I'm going to lose all my money. And then by the time I was old enough to fucking have any sort of money in the bank, the internet was there and you didn't have to fucking worry about it. It's all done by phone. And I also wouldn't worry about it anyway. My mother still balances her checkbook. I'm like, mom, you know, you could, you could just go online. She's like, yeah, I just like to keep it. She has a, a ledger every, every purchase that <laughs> it she makes. It probably works better because like I find out that like I'll forget about purchases. You'll forget about paying bills. Well, how could you do that? You just go on the website. It's there a second after you they charge don't, it. They don't pop up sometimes. For yeah, like a week. Do. It depends on when, whenever, like say you go to a nah, restaurant. They don't true. always submit. It's a bad excuse. No, it'll pop up like in, two days later. I can, no, no, no. Fuck that. I went to fucking, <laughs> I went to lunch on Thursday and I paid some guy on Venmo. Uh, for lunch, and that shit didn't come out till fucking today. Today's Tuesday. That uh, was Thursday, and I totally forgot about all right, it. All right, And I was surprised. I was like, you know what, though? Venmo. When, and then I was like, oh, yeah, Thursday went out to lunch. Shit Fuck. happens to you like that because that's just fucking karma of you being like, yeah, I'll get on that shit next Tuesday. You know what, you, you know what <laughs> does happen, though, is that you'll go out to eat, and if you put the, the uh, tip on the card... So the pending transaction will be the amount just for the bill, oh, yeah. and then you're like, all right, and you like do the math in your head, and then you're like, oh fuck, like the next day you're like, I gave them a fifteen dollar tip, like you know, that son kind of, of a bitch. Anyway, I don't know. Yes, never did dental dam, never none of that shit. Well, I don't even really use condoms very much. <laughs> just, uh, uh, you know, no, no one does. Yeah, and that was another man. It's crazy. I mean, I guess it was good. I, I definitely was I, better to. I guess maybe be aware of what could happen and be and be like think to be responsible about it. But like we grew up in a time, especially the early nineties, where like I thought that if you stuck if you stuck your unsheathed penis inside of a woman's vagina, I thought you either died of a disease or got that girl pregnant on the spot and those were the only two options. Little did I know. Butt babies. <laughs> no butt baby. Yes. <laughs> Little did I know. <laughs> Fucking devil damn, I don't, who would like you invent this shit and you're just like, we're gonna jam this in your hoo ha. That's so weird. They're like, thank Wait, you. Wait, what movie was it? There was a movie not, that, like, well, I'm saying not too long ago. It was probably 20 years ago. It's probably in the 90s. But, uh, you know, it was, I, for some reason, I'm thinking that Tommy Davidson from. Uh, oh, yeah, Booty Call. Yeah, that Fucking movie was about the them shit with going to get Dental Dam, right? <laughs> yeah. 
No, he was using cellophane as dental dam. They were going to get com- condoms. Condoms. Oh, okay. Yeah, they are going yeah. to get commies. <laughs> they had to go find communists, turn them in for the government. That's hilarious. I don't remember that movie working that way. That's weird. I just remember fucking Vivica A. Fox. I just remember I had to put shit on my face to go get food. I just remember I had to put shit on my face to get food. I just knew I had to put shit on my face to go get food. I just knew I had to put shit on my face to go get food. (laughs) (laughs) God damn. 200, (laughs) huh? You know, it's 200, actually. My next thing is uh, Frankenstein turned 200 this year. Really? Frankenstein turns 200. Uh, 1818 was written by Mary Shelley. Yeah. She now, is that a boy or a girl? She was a whore. Mary? Shelly? Mary, Mary Shelly's a girl? I'm sure it's a girl. I don't even know this. I'm yeah. just I'm straight up asking honest yeah. questions. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, it's a girl? Female. Right on. That's cool, that literary uh, legend. Frankenstein was the doctor, not the monster. It's true. Shut the fuck up. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people say that. Everybody knows that Frankenstein was the doctor, not the monster. But the monster was Doctor Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. So who the fuck's gonna say? It's... Oh my god! Oh guys, we're being chased right now by a werewolf, a mummy, and Doctor Frankenstein's monster. But no since one's gonna he say created that shit. it, it had the same last name yeah, as yeah, it. Frank- so you're not technically wrong by calling the monster Frankenstein. No, it's Frankenstein. I don't know if he had a first name, but if he did. His last name would have been Frankenstein. Yeah. No, it was Dr. Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon. I didn't realize it was a, uh, the way she wrote it was, or at least the, the main nucleus of the tale. It says the genesis of the tale is well known, a ghost story writing competition between Mary, her husband, Percy Bish. Bish. And Lord Byron. want to be a bitch. <laughs> During a stormy night on June 1816 in Lake Geneva. So they were just like fucking having a little writing contest. See, they were getting high on a Friday mm-hmm. night doing LSD. Yeah. Spanning their minds, listening right. to fucking the Beatles. Trying to hang out with spider monkeys, trying to wrap your mind around shit. Getting it on. Doing it. When the fuck did we get ice cream? <laughs> we got ice cream. I, lift, I listed some Frankenstein movies. Okay. I didn't list all of them because there's a gajillion. Uh huh. But like the main ones, just to see if you guys have seen these. Uh huh. Uh, Frankenstein in 1931. Yeah, I still, that still bothers me because of that fucking girl. Like, you got to yeah. kill that little girl. She's got to die, bro. She's just picking flowers. Mm-mm, not cool. All right. What about the flowers? She picked them. Yeah, that's true. They were alive. They do say the plants can. They didn't sweat. show him killing her. It alluded to the yeah, fact. It was still creepy. He killed her, dude. He may not have. No, he killed that bitch. <laughs> I wonder if this Let me, is the Well, first you know movie. how we can figure it out? Well, how do you feel about that girl? Fuck that bitch. Yeah, he killed her. Killed her. <laughs> I knew it. She did. Oh, wait. Yeah. I wonder if this is the first <laughs> movie with this, like a horror movie with a sequel. Because it's got Frankenstein, then that's 1931. Bride of Frankenstein, 1935. You know, I don't think I ever saw Bride of Frankenstein. I, I know the, the imagery, so yeah. like the fucking chick. Like, yeah. But then there's Son of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Didn't think that was a real thing. No. 1939. My One of my favorites. Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, that was a 1948. Good one. Seen that one. Young Frankenstein, 1974. Best. Definitely seen that. Put on the Rest in peace, Peter Boyle. Uh, before it's Young it's Frankenstein, old cast, damn, yeah. At this point, oh yeah, it's Gene Wilder's dad now, right? Yeah. Um, What's her face? Oh no, Terry Gar's alive. Mm. And uh, and Cloris Leachman. Cloris Leachman is alive and doing shows. What? Yeah, she's doing shows now too. I could have sworn that bitch was dead. I know no. I- Igor's dead. Actually, Marty, Marty, Marty died. Yeah, Marty like Friedman, whatever his name is. Feldman. Feldman, yeah. Um, 
Love that man. It's a fucking dead cast. I love a crazy, ugly person. And and you know what? See, I don't like right using here. That. You could just give me. I don't say like. What's up, Dave? I don't like using that word because I don't think it, it like it. it using I, the eyes I, holder. right? A non traditionally attractive person. I love when like they become movie stars. You know what I mean? Because that means that they either are so fucking talented or they really work their ass off for that shit. And so I pull for them more than anybody. Do you like, mean, like Don Cheadle, Steve Don Buscemi, Buscemi. attractive. <laughs> yeah, just, like, that's who I Buscemi's meant. Buscemi's one. Jacked yeah. up looking dude. Well, dude, I mean Marty Feldman. Look at that motherfucker. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, it, there's a bunch of people that that are you know. I mean, uh, Gene Wilder looks like a bird. Yeah, he, he was. He, I mean, in his younger years, he was. He was even pretty in, good looking. Even dude. in Blazing Saddles, that dude. Yeah, but he was so man. fucking funny. Yeah, you know what I mean, anyway, I'm just saying that I like. I like rather than that's the one thing that bothers me about American American movies nowadays is that everybody is like the same. I watch a movie. Like uh, like a big blockbuster movie, and sometimes I get confused about who is who because every character has the same like fucking haircut, the same fit. You know, like we have this idea of what an attractive man is, and everybody like everybody looks like Ryan Reynolds or whatever. You know what I mean? Not like Tom Hardy. Like no, not Tom Hardy. Not Tom Hardy, babies. Um, I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Sorry. Blackenstein. Yeah. 1973. Mm-hmm. Definitely seen that. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, 94. I did see that. Which, what, uh, who was in that? Uh, who's, isn't it the girl from Flashdance? Oh, I don't know. Oh, can She's I, a can I say something real quick? No. I watched a movie last night. Get out. I wasn't feeling too good last night. I think no, I was no. still hungover from Saturday. Uh, came home and decided I was going to shut it down. I'm not going to be produ- productive. I've made myself a little comfort food that I haven't had in a long time. And I laid in bed and I watched a flick. And in in the in in the honor to honor shutting everything down, I don't know where I was going with that. Um, I said I'm not even going to watch a flick that's going that's going to like it, intrigue me. I'm going to watch something bland and stupid. And boy, did I watch the blandest and stupidest of them all. But also very offensive to me. I watched a little movie called Justice League. You know what I'm talking about here? Yeah. With uh, with the Batman's mm-hmm. and the Wonder Woman's. Oh shit. I was going to watch that on Monday, too. And the Aquamans. Yeah, I watched this movie. It was horrible. It was Batman versus Superman horrible. But I, I almost shot. I, I sat through it because I already committed to it, and I didn't, want to, I didn't want to find something else. But in the very beginning, they do what I believe to be the most distasteful thing ever. Now, I'm sure that the guy who directed it or the person who wrote it or whatever, like they saw this being as like a little tribute or something like that. But... In this world of Justice League, I guess it takes place after Batman versus Superman, where Superman has died, air shrimps, and so uh, it, the whole world is upset. They're 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 longing, they're mourning for Superman, and it and it uh, and it passes a shot on the street of a newspaper that's plastered inside of a window, and the headline reads, uh, "Where did they go?" Uh, the world loses its greats or something like that. Where did they go? Are they are they in their other worlds? And the picture on the newspaper is David Bowie, Superman, and Prince. And 
I know it was timely. Like when they did this movie, they were probably shooting this movie around the time where both of them died. And I'm sure that there are fans and everything like that. And they, they decided to make this like not only like tie in the real world, but also make it their little homage to these people. I understand it, but it was so overly fucking offensive to me. That it felt like it was exploiting their deaths, you know. Like it, it, there's a picture of Bowie, there's a picture of Prince, and in the middle there's this pretty boy who plays Superman, and we're supposed to believe. Oh man, it made me so mad. Sorry. I thought the scene I thought was going to piss you off. I thought it was when Superman comes back to life and he just roasts that fucking Navajo village with his eye beams. <laughs> he puts them all to a cinder, and then just says, "Ah, those are just fucking Redskins," and it takes off. That was the scene I thought you were like. I thought that was a bit much. Well, no, you know what? Because that I I I would have been, but it's so true to the comic books. You you know know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. They kept it to the root. Yeah, right. Keeping that fresh racism in there. A lot of people haven't read the initial Superman, the one where he's picking up the car in the front that Mm -hmm. goes for like millions of dollars. We're all familiar with the cover of it because it's worth so much money. But you crack those pages open, and it's just a genocide of uh, Native Americans. There's Indians in the trunk of that car. He was just just gonna throw. Yeah, that's all. As a matter of fact. You don't really, you can't really hear it. You kind of like use closed captions and listen really closely. But in the first Superman movie, when uh, Marlon Brando's sending that baby down to Earth, he just says, "Kill as many red skins as you can." And you know, what I mean, my son, which would be ironic because Marlon Brando was all, was actually in real life a uh, a protector and uh, activist for Native Americans to the point where he actually sent a Native American up to to uh, accept an award for him. That's not what I heard. I heard he was just making that girl his Navajo. That's fucked up. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> there were some other movies on here that I I didn't realize like that were close to each other. Like that shitball fucking I Frankenstein. Oh god! It was like a future Frankenstein movie. Uh, I will they never took like watch gargoyles that. and Frankenstein and put them together. And I was like excited when I first saw the trailer. Like, yeah, I'm gonna watch this shitty sci-fi movie. It's gonna be terrible. And I'm gonna love it. And I was right about one thing. <laughs> It was fucking terrible. Yeah. It was so bad. That's one but of the ones that I saw the previews for and went, "Yep, not for me." <laughs> are we uh, just doing? Uh, are we just doing movies? Because there's a little TV show that I remember with a nice Frankenstein in there. What TV show? The Monsters. Oh shit! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I did have that. <laughs> I had it in there. I like the um, Penny Dreadfuls uh, emo. Frankenstein. Did you ever watch Penny Dreadful the, the series, nah, not nah. the the tales? Penny Dreadful. Nah. But they had like this guy, and he like he looked like Anakin or or Anakin Skywalker after he turns into Vader, and they take the egg head off and the and all that shit. Like he's all white and kind of beat up, except he didn't have the scarring. He was white and had hair that just grew out of like one part of his head. Oh yeah. And he's, I mean, then then it then it got in, but uh, then it filled in, but. What about he's a murderous motherfucker? What about Phil Hartman's Frankenstein and Saturday Night Live? <laughs> yeah, that's a fucking great Frankenstein. Matter of fact, didn't they have an Indian Frankenstein? And yeah, and uh, caveman. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Oh wait, was Hartman the caveman? And who was the Fra- no Hartman was the Frankenstein? Yeah. No wait, because who was the uh, Phil Hartman played one of them as a lawyer? I think it was the caveman lawyer. Well, that was unfrozen caveman lawyer. Yeah, that's uh, one uh, of the funniest a- things ever. And he's like, <laughs> I do like that one. One of the greatest lines ever is when he's like, uh, he's like. He's like, uh, um, uh, what, are, what are they? God, I can't think of anything tonight. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I don't know much about this strange, wild world that you live in, but I do, do know that this man is innocent. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Hartman was a fucking genius. I'm sure I butchered that line. I'm sure it's better than that, but just it's, fucking hilarious. Are you wearing a shit. Phillies bracelet? Yeah, because yeah, it's some, uh, some Met fan, bro. Oh, uh, rip that shit off. That's, how I, that's where I'm working right now. Oh, shit. I'm I, doing the Philadelphia Stadium Tour. Yeah. 
They're keeping you around Philly Now, style. if the Phillies win the World Series this year, I'm really going to start asking for some retribution from these Philly teams. Because it seems to be a pattern that I show up and then that team wins the championship. Championed. And I'm going to go over to the Flyers. You ready for who, who I believe to be, besides in, in um, Young Frankenstein, mm-hmm. my favorite Frankenstein? Yes. You're going to hear this, and I bet you're going to know this. What an asshole. Producer Dave got pissed at that. He like waited for the perfect moment to fuck it up with his Matt Damon. Uh, well, here comes the part. And if you Matt Damon this, I'll jam you in the eye with that microphone. Bogus. You don't remember that? No. You don't remember it by the Phoebe? Phoebe. No, what is that? Oh, here, come on. I'm not picking up any of your references today. Wolfman's Got Nards? Oh, fucking Monster Squad. Monster yeah. Squad. I've never seen that movies. What? Mm-mm. I ain't seen that one. You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> I don't even know about you guys anymore. That was fucking great. <laughs> you know what I did today? I was When I was uh, working with the proper Gandhi on his part, uh-huh. I just tried to... Um, <clears throat> do one of those uh cereal like everyone likes doing that fake cereal like the documentary style of the music with the like the guy talking okay and i started talking to myself and it was this this music and i was just thinking to myself what if that was any of us could have been daily could have been devin could have been me this music just fucking does that to your brain i guess you want to give it a go sometimes late at night when i'm just laying there i think about how i'm gonna stop daily with that microphone <laughs> could happen to anyone what do you got you daily sometimes when i sit alone all by myself in my car I cry and then I remember it's gonna be okay because life is like a box of chocolates <laughs> yeah I got nothing so, oh wait got nothing. Let, me, let me get one more sometimes late at night I just sit there and think the whole world races so quick around you but then when you really look at yourself deep inside, you realize that you got to get up, put shit on your face, and go get food. <laughs> oh, my God. That was fucking magic. See, now, if we would have had that. Have you ever heard of Electric Frankenstein? Why is that so funny to me? We worked with a guy who's in that band, and I either it's a punk band, so I didn't know if you'd heard of them. Oh no, I never heard of Electric Frankenstein. 
They're, uh, they should have toured with Kevin Arnold's band, The Electric Shoes. They're pretty good. I'm sure they are. And that's all I'm going to play for you. All right. How about that? Oh, fuck. That's funny. <sighs> I did look up daily that thing uh, just because I was keeping up with the 200s thing last week we were talking about. The 200 Russians that the Americans did kill. It was a uh, flyover. Whoopsie. What was it? It was a flyover attack. Oh, yeah. That's they, what um, I had said. Yeah, it was a... I'll be watching. The Kurdish forces in Syria had killed 200 fighters, and they were like... Oh, yeah, uh, I forgot about that. You're like, oh, I got all these good 200 <laughs> themes. Like, uh, we, uh, we just murdered killed. 200 Russians and, and fucking friendly fire. I was like, God, that's not a way to celebrate a 200th episode. But so, sorry, Russia. Russians denying it. Russian officials uh, said that no Russian forces were involved in the attack, so they couldn't have killed any Russians. This sounds like something Russia would say. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, didn't kill any of other people. And then, Haven't and then you they, heard? Fake news. And then they said, no kind of accent I happens. will break you. I <laughs> must crush you. <laughs> yeah, according to, to our the person, the U.S. Department of Defense said that they believe that 100, roughly 100 people were killed in the raid. Um, they think it's closer to 200. Or the, the Department of Defense said it was 100. And then the... Uh, New York Times had re- got their reporter had found out that it was actually closer to 200 people. Hmm. So they were lying. Yeah, right. That's sad. It's <laughs> sad news. War's dangerous. Be, yeah. caref- be careful. War's hell. War's hell. Ain't that right, Daly? I watched... Uh, see, I was about to watch Justice League. Yeah. Just the same as you, Monday night. It's really bad. And then somehow I ended up watching Fury for like the fiftieth time. You like that movie? I I don't know if I like it so much as it's it's just oh, a lot of murdering. That's what I'm saying. They all just like get brutally murdered in yeah, a tank. Yeah, it, it is brutal. Like, um, get away from that tank. I I, <laughs> I do like uh, uh, what's his nuts? <laughs> Brad Pitt. Now fucking um, Jeremy Renner. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, it's Shia LaBeouf, right? I like his part in that. I was watching him in Nymphomaniac. Just last night. Yeah. He was back. That Lars Van Trier film. Was it good? I mean, I was just fast forwarding through the sex scenes. Oh. Yeah, she takes it in the butt in that movie. Yeah. Shia gives it to her in the booth. Yeah. You see all his parts? Oh, I I thought that was that movie Holes. (laughs) That too. Him and Sigourney Weaver get it on. (laughs) Ew. Then they take that wig off of fucking uh, John Voight's head and they fuck that too. (laughs) That's the worst makeup job in all of fucking Hollywood. Wait, you ever. actually saw the movie Holes? I've seen it on cable and uh, turned yeah. it off and known. I was like, what is this piece of shit? Oh, it's Holes. And that was recent too. It was only like two days ago. And I was like, Sigourney Weaver's in this piece of shit? I just found that out recently. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is she doing in this shitty movie? Oh, you could tell. And there's holes. John Voight's stupid fucking hair. Yeah, it's some Disney movie. Oh, I started watching it. They dig holes. That. I think that's what it's about. Mm. I started watching that because I saw his little ass, little ass Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> That was like right after his. That, I think that was the first thing. He was he like did. twelve. I was like, "Is that fucking Shia well, LaBeouf?" Yeah. Remember that Disney show he was on, that comedy show. That's no. where he started. It was like a, a, a sitcom. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. What Let the me fuck look was the name up. of it? I'll, I'll tell you that in one second. I'm trying to say like Freaky Friday, but it wasn't that. It was something like that. It was Stupid Saturday. It might have been Stupid Saturday. It was Silly Sunday. Mm, Shia LaBeouf, massage your fucking. Yeah, I didn't. Nuts. I didn't see any of those shows. Like the whole Britney Spears and, and all oh, those no. kids. I just remember. I, I was like, I think I was grown when that shit was on. Oh, so yeah, I never certainly. Saw it. Yeah, but you know what? I, I just remember when Shia, when Shia became 
like an actor and then like a nutcase. I was like, is that that fucking kid from... Uh, That's why he's so good. He's, he's nutty. Hey, man, that, that Lonely Island Dear Sister thing is, is one of my favorite things ever, so I will always love him for that. Let's make it another dick. <laughs> he's uh, The only thing I see here from television is 1998 Caroline in the City. No, 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 no. Episode no. Caroline and the Bar Mitzvah. Breakfast with Einstein. You have any more mass amount of people that died around the 200s? <laughs> no. <laughs> talk about? No, actually, the thing that comes next in my world is... Oh, shit. Cut motherfucking brunch, bitch! Matt Damon! Wait, was that Frankenstein? Oh no, it was Matt Damon. Cut Blanche! I got you, motherfucker! You're talking to my guy all wrong. Do it again. Stab me in the face with that microphone. Thug life! Coming in hot! Bing! Daily Grind, 200 edition. Wow. How many daily grinds do you think we've done? At least fifty or sixty. Yeah, because <laughs> sometimes well, I don't we do, know. We've we've, we've, we've done two done or three like, to clip. Yeah, like two, three. In a I show. think we're. I think we've done a hundred daily grinds. I would say at least a hundred. And we haven't even scratched the surface of people that like do crazy shit in Florida. Some of them have just been born. Sure. Men accused of shooting two hundred cars in Burlington over a two-year span. <laughs> Wait, what? Shooting cars? Shooting cars? All right. Uh, Burlington police arrested two men who allegedly used BB guns to shoot 200 parked cars. Oh, no. Where did the they get city. that BB gun from, Talon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Look, what, what had wait, happened wait, wait. was... Hey, Brother Daly, I was not even talking about that BB gun. That what, wasn't me. What is the statute of limitations <laughs> on that? <laughs> I say two years, right? Yeah, I think uh, we're good. William Bowler, 24, of... Swanton and Alexander William Bowler Shabanya. I wonder what his ancestors did. Age 30 of Burlington allegedly committed six additional shootings before police arrested them late Wednesday night. Uh, the men are each charged with a felony and misdemeanor counts Not of unlawful. Unlawful. Unlawful? Unlawful. <laughs> you know, like I said, you. I said unlawful. Unlawful. <laughs> That's because you threw me off my game. Matt. Damon. That's how you do it. Unlawful mischief. Unlawful mischief. And are scheduled to appear in court on Thursday. The shootings occurred uh, throughout the Queen City with no discernible pattern and frustrated investigators for two years. I would have never gotten the word discernible. That's a fucking gold star, my fuck. Dude, I know how to read. The men targeted cars parked on the uh, on or near streets uh, and in... F- Inflicted damage that ranged from 500 to 2,000 per vehicle, police said. You can do discernible, you can't do inflicted. You a bitch. I said inflicted. Inflicted. Did I say something different? Authorities? Look, man. What's up? I'm not, I don't know. I'm not I, had a good, I had a good one lighter ready to go, and then it just <laughs> fell out. You're just, like, a, you're, look, just, man. you're just a Jew. No, 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 I saved that kind of racism for when I drive. All right. <laughs> Authorities did not provide a motive for the shooting spree. Charabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabrajabr
a nine millimeter pistol, knives, and tools. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. This dude had tools. Yeah. Uh, the men were driving a blue Dodge Ram truck. Police say they generated leads from previous media reports of the shootings. The investigation is ongoing. Please ask anyone who has more information about the crimes who has seen the Ram truck involved to call Sergeant Brian Labarge at 802-540-2269. Give old Sarge Labarge a call. <laughs> you just give that I sure as fuck did. All right, good. Sergeant Brian Labarge. Oh. 802. Even Stevens. 540-2269. Even Stevens was the name of this. That show. is it. Mm-hmm. What is Even Stevens? It's a Disney show. He was a he was, time. he was a kid that went to a school and yeah. cracked wise. He did. Oh no, you didn't dose daily, did you? Fuck yeah, it is. Tuesday. <laughs> he can't be going to work two three days in a row. <laughs> that ain't happening. Seriously, thinking about not going tomorrow. <laughs> oh, wait. In case you work with me or listening, fake news. <laughs> wait, we got another one? Ah. Are we doing two? Two for 200? Two for 200. It's, uh, it's getting cold. Yeah, I guess. Yo, this one. It's this one's, This one's going to irritate me. Well, no. Because you suck. Eating people alive? Where's that get from? <sighs> smells like low tide out there. For arrests, please seize 200 pounds of pot, other actual drugs, and cash. Oh, I get it. 200 pounds of pot. Woo! 200! Mm-hmm. 200. Danvers. Where the fuck is Danvers? Right next to Yearnvals. Connecticut. Okay. No, I don't know. <laughs> sounds like I believe them. I was like, yeah, fine. This Danvers. Like- Danvers sounds like it, Connecticut. I, I think it is Connecticut. Because it just sounds like bland and white. It sounds so <laughs> fucking Four men were arrested Thursday afternoon after police seized more than 200 pounds of marijuana. Other drugs. Oh, and- more than? This just doesn't count. It has to be 200 <laughs> on the head. They just have to talk just about Just like all 200. those Russians that were killed. <laughs> right on the fucking noggin. It's more than 200, so that's better. All right. <laughs> oh, okay. and piles of cash. And other drugs. Cold. You see how they cash. called marijuana and then other drugs. Right. Because marijuana is not a drug. I know. We found a whole bunch of cigarettes. Gary. Chaffee. 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 King Chofi Chofa. Uh, age 34 of Peabody in Taylor Araliano. Araliano. Fuck, fuck these people. Ta- just call her Taylor and Lynn. <laughs> Lynn Sponberg. Donald Sponberg, 26 of Sargus. 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 Well, how many fucking people are there in this fucking story? Well, there's just one more. It's Thomas <laughs> Thomas Ionello, 29 of oh, Saugus. There's 200, so. <laughs> yeah, there's 200 people to list here. Get, Jim Get Kuspersky. those pipes warmed up. We're going to be here for a while. Donald Sutherland. 
Oh, Donald shit. Sutherland's there? He got caught up in this madness. No, Can you believe He's an it? old man. Don't fucking. <laughs> Donald Sutherland, 85. He had such a fright when that little midget turned around and it wasn't his daughter and it was that scary looking woman that ran with him with a knife. So all these. I'd n- smoke 200 pounds of pot. All these 900 people I just mentioned are uh, expected to be arraigned Friday in a Salem district court. Salem. They're going to get burned. Massachusetts. Maybe. I, yeah, I really don't know where this is. Uh, I think police- there's a lot of Salem's. Yeah. Police did not indicate where the arrest took place. Uh, but said that the results of the multi-jurisdictional investigation between Danvers Police Department and the Beverly <laughs> Police Department. Oh, it is Boston. The Boston Tactical Division Squad of Drug Enforcement Agency and the United States Postal Inspection Services. I don't, I don't know what any of that was. In addition to the marijuana and the tens of thousands of dollars authorities seized, uh, thousands of THC honey butane cartridges. I think those are just fucking vape. oils. Yeah. <laughs> vape cartridges. Uh, they also found THC-infused edible candies, hallucinogenic mushrooms, and other types of cannabis oils and cannabis-related products. Jesus, man. Good job, cops. These arrests demonstrate the collaboration among our local and federal partners. I am proud of the good police work done by these detectives today. I don't know why this guy's got a hill. I'll reaction. take it. These edibles are intentionally designed to look like candy and could easily be mistaken by a young child. The removal from the streets eliminates the possibilities of accidental ingestion by children. <laughs> Dying. As well as the intentional abuse from our teens in our community, Police Chief Patrick Ambrose said. Cool, good job. You took 200 pounds of a harmless plant away from people. Dicks. If you like, if you get busted for weed now and like get a a hefty jail sentence over it, like you're the most unlucky human being in the world because we're just at the precipice here of of things changing. And like, imagine being the last person to be put on, you know, a fucking twenty year bid for some weed. I think if you no no because they will they will release you when it becomes no they don't. No, I read that. No, you read wrong. It depends. There are people that that shit is already. They have circumstances where that shit they would not have gone to jail, and they're like, "Well, too bad." Like the weight, the amount that you have on you is changed, and like, yeah, shit like that. And I know, I know the plan. Like, and I know it's ever changing. But when I was reading about the plan that the that the new uh, governor of New Jersey was trying to put together that was one of the one of the stipulations would be that anybody that anybody who was arrested within these parameters would get released yeah like if it was a smaller you know you you didn't have 20 pounds but you had over an ounce or whatever but i bet you honestly i bet you that's one of the reasons like having those and now i believe that all these people should be released but having all of those like wanting to write that into the bill to legalize marijuana is probably one of the reasons why it's getting so much opposition is because, you know, it's well known that these are, these are for-profit prisons and they have to keep people in there. So, of course, they're gonna, they want to bust people for shit like this so they could they could run them through the system and make money off of them. They'll just find something new to arrest people for if they fucking, you know, oh, okay, weed legal, but that dude didn't return his fucking library book. Get him! Right. That, you know, they'll, well, f- they'll figure out a way well, to pre- I keep mean, those- prison population. Our country's doing so good that sooner or later they're going to have to let all the, the minor weed offenses out so they could just make room for all the uh, school shooters to come in. No, they, they don't, they're they misunderstood. They just need to get some counseling. 
They're misunderstood. I was reading today that the kid who just did the Florida one. Did we even talk about that, or is that 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 transpired in between our two episodes? Whatever. It, it, it's no. Everybody knows about it. Yeah, we were trying. There's another not, school shooting. Yeah, yeah me, me too. It's just at this point, it's ridiculous. But they were saying that the kid's going to uh, plead guilty in order to not get a death sentence, and people are losing their fucking minds because they just want this guy to, to die. But I don't know. It's Florida, man. They, they'll fucking kill you. Pretty quick down there, but I mean, the, the I don't know, killing. I don't, I don't understand how him pleading guilty gets him out of the death penalty. I don't know. You killed seventeen people. You got to die. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's just ridiculous. The whole thing's ridiculous. This is the only country that just shit works that, that happens in, and and everyone's like divided and screaming at each other, like guns, no guns, guns, no guns. Look, whatever, man. We got to figure out the reason that this does not happen in Europe, the reason that this doesn't happen in Asia, the reason that this doesn't happen in Russia. Like, we got to. Oh, it's because we're all fucked up in the head over here. We got to figure. Oh, there is to it. Got to figure that shit out. We just got to get a little tough. If you want to get tougher on everything, I I got a plan. Kid like this happens, just shoot him in the head. (laughs) Just kill him. No one will keep doing this. I agree with the whole like oh that's you not don't, true, don't report them. That's not true though because a lot of these people go in there not caring about dying. I mean, a, yeah, mo- you're right. a lot of most of the people that do these t- these expect to be dead at the end, and of they the, do end up getting a killed. martyr for their cause, yeah, or death by cop. It's a little different in that respect. Yeah, a he didn't kill himself, didn't try to get murdered by the cops, right. and now he's trying to fucking live. Right. What a dick. So you'd at least stop that little bit of like I know it's a tiny percentage but kids like him do exist where they were like plea bargaining at the end like the fucking boston bomber kid he was like i don't want to die i I didn't want to do it look it's like no you got to die now i think i think the first step is and and it'll never happen because our media is for profit and if it bleeds it leads and all that stuff but if we were really responsible as as a uh, society turn the other cheek we would not report it we would not. We would never put a picture or the name of the person who did it up. We would not immortalize them, uh, infamize them, or put them on the covers of magazines or all over the internet and everything. Because this is what makes other people want to copycat that shit. Yeah, I feel like it's a running contest for psychopaths to see who can top each other. Right. Exactly. Point. Like. So There's given it all this presence in the media, they're just going to spur more of it on. People, especially young, confused children like this kid was a 19 year old confused uh, obviously uh you know has problems and all that stuff what's the main thing they want they want to be recognized they want to be famous because everyone thinks that that's some sort of a good life uh they feel like you feel snubbed or you want revenge like you put this this is like a, a cocktail that you put together and then they now there's a template like before columbine there wasn't a template for that stuff. Like people might have wanted to go and do stuff in their school or, or anything like that. I'm sure people there was little instances and stuff like that. But ever since that, and ever since the media picked that up uh, and 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 showed it, and people, and as more and more it, it happens, these people that are that are confused, that may be violent, that might want to lash out in that way. This is like showing them what they can do. And at the very least, they're going to get their names all over the Internet. Everyone's going to know their name. You know, it, it's just it's making it it's making it look like a viable like solution for these kids when that's not the case. And that's that's our problem. Like we need to take that on as a uh, society. All right. Well, uh, we won't. No, we won't. Because this is what I was saying is that even if all the major like news media outlets, let's just say that we live in a world where 
fucking Fox and CNBC and all the websites and everything like that would all come together, have this meeting of the minds and, and then and realize that this is the step to take and all make a pact to take that. There would still be one outlier out there, whoever it may be, it would be like, oh, well, they're not doing it, but we'll get all the ad sales then because we'll be the ones that put the put the face up. You know what I mean? Like that kind of shit. I, um, I just had a fucking realization about this fucking kid. He looks just like uh uh Matt Dillon. B- Bertram from fucking Family Guy, Stewie's fucking arch enemy. <laughs> I don't. Oh, know. I thought he looked like Matt yeah. Dillon. Matt Dillon. So so there's there's Bertram. Matt, you know you know that character. From, Let me see. From Family Guy. I don't know Family Guy very well. Oh yeah, I have seen that before. All right, so see him and now. Oh yeah, he does. It's that fucking. Wait, it's Matt Dillon, dude. That. <laughs> Matt Dillon is a handsome son of a bitch. That's like Matt Dillon and the kid from Toy Story that's the bully kid that (laughs) melts all the fucking shit. Oh, that's appropriate. That kid. He's a fucking bully. I don't want to talk about school shootings, but because now you got me thinking about some shit. You do. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Hey, Daly. How you doing? I'm ready. 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 Totally ready. Right now. And Peters. Flippity doo. Do you have anything else, or should we just reflect about the, the 200 episodes of Awkward High Five? And Let's start reflecting. Genu-reflecting. <laughs> How would you genu-reflect? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I guess it would be... Um, I remember that time. You do, the, you do the, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and then do it the opposite way? And then you think the about it. With the opposite arm? Yeah. Maybe. Feels weird. It's like giving yourself the story. Or you or you genuflect and then you think about it afterwards. Like, did I do that right? Yeah. I was I <laughs> genuflect. <laughs> <laughs> well, two hundred episodes. Thank you guys for still doing this show with me. Thank you for anybody who still listens to the show and Patreons that support the show. If anybody sees Richie. He, he Richie's uh, wished me a happy birthday on the Facebook. Oh, see that? But I didn't even. It was an HBD. That's all I got. That's progressive. So I was like, cool. Best friend since we were five years old. I get an HBD on Facebook. You got three fucking thanks, bro. Characters. You yeah, got awesome. HBD from RTG. Yeah, in the place to that's be. Great. So social media. Uh, what would you do yeah, if you would have gotten a card in the mail from him? <laughs> like a birthday card. <laughs> It would be like one of those cards that like fall like fall out of a magazine when you open it up. <laughs> Actually, I had an ex-girlfriend who did that. To me. Yeah. That's, yeah. She left me a a card, uh, a greeting card in my car. Something that happened to me. I forget what it was. But she left me a card and uh, and I was like, oh, this is sweet. And then I thought to myself, how'd she get my car? But I was like, whatever. But, uh, but uh, I was like, oh, this is sweet. And I opened it up and I was reading it. And I realized that while I was looking at it, that things were whited out, like with white out. So I was like, why is she whiting stuff out on a greeting card? And then I realized that it was like a card that was used as advertising <laughs> in a magazine that she just took out of the magazine, whited out the parts that said like Colgate or whatever, <laughs> and fucking gave me the card. Dear Devin, on this, your 37th birthday. <laughs> no, it was not 37. <laughs> Your 25th birthday. <laughs> no, it wasn't even that. Just want like you to know. 17. You should really focus on brushing your teeth every night <laughs> with Colgate toothpaste. Yeah. It was very weird. Colgate toothpaste knows that you're a special boy on your birthday, but even special <laughs> boys need to brush. <laughs> Hope you have the best birthday. Love, Colgate. I mean, so and so. 
What you look deep in thought there. Are you really reflecting on how much he looks like that about, Family Guy thing? I'm just thinking about all the good things. No, I don't know. I'm just looking at some shit on the internet. <laughs> I get to, I got to. I don't play, know what's going on. I got to play one more other thing for you guys, please. That uh, so I was looking for all this um, shit working with that propaganda, and I wasn't sure if he was saying the word masturbation correctly. Uh huh. And I just it just sounded Irish, and I was like, bro, you got to work on it. Shit sounds Irish as fuck. You got to <laughs> stop. And I found this clip, and he was just practicing for like five minutes with this. It's not fun. It's like two minutes, but it felt like forever. Here we go. What's your name, bro? Yeah, my name is Jayan. Okay. So do you masturbate? Yeah, obviously I do. But I'll tell you, I can't go a day without masturbating. It's a normal thing which every human does. So I do enjoy fapping my dick every day. I don't watch porn every day, but I make it a point. <laughs> I do enjoy fapping my dick every day. <laughs> Who the fuck says fapping my dick every day? <laughs> I was like, that part I rewound like tw- at least 20 times. Fapping's one of those words that like just came out of nowhere. Vaginas. No, fapping's for ja- jacking off. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just one of those words that came out of nowhere. It's like an internet word, and now it's just no, you know. That always fascinates me when a word starts someplace and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and then it's just ingrained, and and then like the the bland morning fucking talk show hosts start using it, and your grandma starts using it, and you're like, sure, I like that word, (laughs) or car blanche, or any of those words. Oh, I can't even do it. Yes, I can. But I mean, I enjoy fapping my dick every day. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy fapping my dick every day. Every dick day, every that day. seems like a I lot. I don't watch porn every day, but I make it a point. It relaxes your mind, it soothes your mind, so it, it's very relaxing for me at least. This is where the goes into India and I gotta go forward. And I gotta look for other guys. Uh, so it means, uh, it just like a, we should see that uh, it's an age when the hormones. That you comes out of the what is this like a man on the street thing? He's just yeah. asking another. He's asking him with a phone too. From where you can find your sexually, you know, uh, I mean, sexually satisfied. Uh, like Sunny Leone. Yes, like any any other porn stars. Sunny Leone. Let's not. Sunny Leone. Three years back. Listen. This is what bothers me about India. Okay. There's tons of gorgeous Indian women. Tons. All of them have too much self-esteem because there are no Indian porn stars, really. Isn't there's like that, a handful. There's that one Mia Khalifa or whatever. Uh, I, don't, I don't like those. I don't. She's just too what? like the first. Fake. The first time I saw her, I was like, "Oh my god, is this that fucking all I want to do is bang, 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 and then a cash register sound girl? <laughs> <laughs> just take your money." I was worried. I was like, "She fell quick." She I love fell. that song. Now she's fucking shaking it, shaking it, shaking mm-hmm. it. So yeah, I got to watch. It's called, uh, and I just typed in YouTube, Indians talk masturbation, and boom, like fucking all these different clips came up. Now see, this is what I'm talking about, though, because like if you had just one or two CDs of Indians talking about masturbation, you'd really be forced to just listen to those CDs and like really get to know all the little nuances of it. But now you could just type in Indians talk about masturbation on YouTube and get all these videos. And if one's not good, you just bounce to the other one. This is the problem. One of the clips is called. What people's doing for relax? <laughs> let let ask to Delhi peoples, Lily. You got a pretty good uh, Indian accent going. I hung out with too many Indians in my day. Masturbation part one. There's so many fucking <laughs> masturbation you're ex- clips. You're excited about it. 20 harmful effects of masturbation in men. Fake news. Mm-hmm. Fake news. Shaking in public. 
That's not jerking off. But anyway, 200. What a blast. It's been fun. It's been a race. All right, so that's it. That's the end of the awkward. <laughs> that's it. Shut it down. <laughs> we my, made it. Just my, as the lava lamp made a dick and balls. My uh, my symmetry OCD would love it if this show stopped on a 200. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I cracked the uh, 199 and 201 joke because no one gives props to like it's got to be even. Everyone's like the 25th anniversary. That's the no, that's the one that, that bothers me. Does yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I like a nice zero. I like a nice my um uh my thermostat is uh, like oh it, but with the volume on my on the TV and the thermostat are always even numbers for me. If it's an odd number, they have to be at the same number. No, 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 no. (laughs) That'd be very weird. (laughs) Like I have to turn a movie up. So we have to sweat. 75. (laughs) Um, They're always even numbers. And to be honest with you, when my girlfriend stays over and she turns the thermostat down and I look and it's like at 65, I like have to hit it to 64. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's just even. Even, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you weird. Yeah, no, I'm weird. I can see if it was a zero. No. It just needs to be fresh. I don't know why the odd numbers are fresh. I'm not into it. So prime numbers are fucking just ludicrous. Dude. No, yeah, yeah, it's not. Fuck it's you, crazy. toy motherfuckers. But yeah, two hundred's been fun. Um, I don't know. Here's don't know. to two hundred more. I don't know. I'm I'm happy that we've come this far. I think we're doing all right. The fact that we got a new fucking Patreon is a breath of man, man. Look. And we have some of you that say things all the time, and that shit's fun. Yeah. I like the comments. Yes. Other views. We see that you're viewing shit. You can't just fucking make a comment. What the fuck's <laughs> your problem? Um, what the fuck is your deal? New, actually, new Patreon episode will be this weekend, which we're going to have to do on Friday. Can you do Friday? I was going to ask if we could do something Friday. Yeah, because I got a concert to go to on Saturday. Oh, yeah? You, have you paid $100 for that ticket or what? No, not that one. <laughs> no, I know this that's was, This that one guy. was a sweet like $17 ticket. Where so. are you going? Going actually back up to Jersey City mm-hmm. to a show. Nice. To see the Screaming Females. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The Screaming Mimis. One of my fave bands. This also is a band from New Jersey. Just one that I'm not paying $233 to go see. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to play the Are We Having Fun Yet one more time. Please do. This is proper Gondi. Are we having fun yet? <laughs> I fucked that one up. <laughs> Any last words, Daily? Words. <laughs> 200 all right well you know what to do follow us on facebook leave uh <laughs> what are you saying so it's a goddamn shame leave reviews on itunes follow us on patreon for extra episodes and, and free merch and all that stuff that we're getting together and doing soon like the shit out of shit and send daily titty pics yeah sounds good guys <laughs> just the dudes all right See you in future days. So many smoke-filled years have passed Wrapped in paper inside glass My eyes were red when you were here But now you're not in the clear Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.